You're listening to the Back Home Network, presented by Homefield Apparel. All right, well, welcome to this special Christmas with the Bates family edition of the Inside Scoop. You know, I know that this is a really special time for you guys with everybody home together. So I just want to thank you uh, on behalf of everybody at our show, on behalf of everybody listening for taking this time to uh, to share with us. This is a really unique experience. So thank you guys for making the time. You're welcome. Appreciate What's it. Well, tomorrow, it was nice to see you uh, get back on the court um, on Wednesday night. Uh, do you want to uh, you want to kick things off here by just introducing us to uh, to everybody, and then as you introduce, if you guys could all say hi, that way the folks who are listening uh, just on audio and who can't see the video will kind of be able to know your voices to go with the names. You want to you want to give us a, a roll call tomorrow? All right, so we got, we got the big man on campus. We got pops <laughs> on my far right. How you doing? We got moms in the middle. Hello. We got um. Trinity, this is the the she the third third youngest. Yeah, she's the youngest. So boom, third youngest, and then you got me. Okay, I'm sure everybody me. Um, to me, this is the youngest, is the baby. Hey, and then uh, Trey, the oldest. Yes, Erski. <laughs> <laughs> And Trey, you were giving me a little bit of an update on your season. Obviously, fans of our show got a chance to to meet you and get acquainted with how things are going. I know uh, conference play has been a little bit rougher for you guys than non-conference play has been. Uh, do you want to just, just kind of update folks on how you're doing, how your season's going? Uh, right now, we are eight and six. So we're still trying to find out ways to win and figure out um, ways to, to get back on a successful road that we were on um yeah. so you know just been going a little bit up and down uh a little roller coaster work but you know we still got more than half of the season left to play so we'll figure it out very good very good and i know obviously the big holiday that's coming up is christmas but it seems like dr bates from looking at your twitter feed there was another holiday that was or at least a special occasion that was recently celebrated did i see right 21 years of marriage that you guys are celebrating just a couple days ago Right. Yep. That is so, that is phenomenal. Congratulations. Thank you. So we told the kids we're our relationship is finally of age. We're full grown. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that is uh that's kind of how we look at it. You know what I mean? So we're excited to celebrate 21 years. Yeah. Well, I, my wife and I, we just celebrated our sixth anniversary. So we have we have a long way to go. Do you uh, and I know every relationship is obviously different, but do you have any secrets to uh, to longevity? Because twenty one years that's that's quite an accomplishment. Right, so that's that's an us. The All secret right. sauce, yeah, yeah. Relationship right? The secret yeah. sauce of honesty and communication for me. Um, I think are very important to have in a relationship. Yeah. Um, being other-minded, knowing it's okay to put your spouse's needs, um, you know, before your own, while while not neglecting, you know, your own needs as well, but being other-minded. Yeah. yeah. I'd have to go with effective communication. I think that, you know, any relationship, whether it's siblings or um, mom and dad, you know, you know, husband, wife, whatever the case may be, you know, effective communication is going to be key. Without that, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Well, I, I have certainly experienced that in our relationship as well. So we uh, we hope to hope to be getting to where you guys are. Congratulations on that. That's wonderful. And Trinity and Tamia, it's a it's an awesome. Uh, privilege, pleasure to have you guys with us. We haven't had a chance to meet you yet. Trinity, let's start with you. Uh, do you want to tell us how old you are? And then are you into any sports as well? Like your brothers? Uh, I'm 13. <laughs> Sorry, my voice is gone. Um, but I'm 13 and I play basketball as well. Um, I've been dancing for most of my life, but I've had a recent interest in basketball for the past two years. And 
Very nice. Very nice. And Tamia, how about you? I don't know how your season went. Yeah. Oh, the season the season went um really well. We went undefeated the whole season and then undefeated. We won the, so we won the tournament. Two years wow. in a row, baby. Two years in a row. Okay. So Trinity is setting the pace in this house for basketball success. <laughs> and what kind of player what kind of player are you, Trinity? Are you a are you a guard? What's your what's your role on the team? It really depends because sometimes I'm a guard and sometimes I'm a post player. It's it's really between those two. Okay. All right. We'll call her stretch four. Stretch four. Stretch four. Okay, so you can shoot. You can go inside. You can go outside a little bit. Kind of playing the race Thompson role on your team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. And to me, how about you? I'm 12, and like Trinity, I've been dancing most of my life, but I want to start basketball next year. Okay. Very nice. And what, what's got you excited about starting basketball? Seeing everybody else playing? Well, yeah, apparently everybody's been waiting on me. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. We've been waiting. <laughs> and I just, paying attention, I realized that I had more interest in it. So yeah. I'm ready to start very nice. Well, clearly you have three very good role models here who you can uh, who you can pattern your game after. So good luck as you get into playing basketball. Thank you. And so, Dr. Bates, we got to come back over to you because on our episode when uh, when Tamar and Trey were together, as you may have heard, there was a little trash talk that uh, that went your way about some games in the driveway, maybe some <laughs> some shake and bake where. You know, you might not have guarded a dribbler as well as you might have wanted to. Um, everyone who's listening wants to hear your response. If you have something to say to these two gentlemen. Well, um, I'll say that um, their perspectives on what happened was about probably 50 percent accurate <laughs> hear him out, hear him out. Hear him out. you know because every situation has two perspectives or multiple perspectives i'll say that and so as they got older they definitely became much better at being able to score on me um you know win you know 21 games or one-on-one games and, and that's the goal the goal is that they are a better version of me in everything that i do whether yeah. it's basketball, yeah. relationships, taking care of your body, whatever it is, I need them to be twice as good, three times as good. So I, I don't have an issue when they, they – now they obviously took joy in the fact that they were able to, um, you know, uh, accomplish beating their dad. But I also took joy in it from the standpoint of, yes, that makes me feel good that I'm, you know, 30-whatever years old, 40-whatever years old – and still beating you that doesn't make me feel good like i did it yeah so yeah. feel good about it that's a great part about beating a dad about being a dad you know you can take some satisfaction if you're winning but then when the tide turns and you're not winning you almost take greater satisfaction in it right so kind of get it both ways what um what's your athletic background uh so i ran track and cross country um so i was a i was a runner a little skinny guy um, that, you know, I, I really didn't like running. I only ran because I was good at it. I ran fast because I wanted to get it over quickly. And that's the only reason why I was good, <laughs> in my opinion, is because once the gun went off, I was trying to get this race over quick. So <laughs> fast as I could do it, I would do that with some strategy. So I still ran. I didn't just run myself, you know, into the ground. I ran with strategy, but I was trying to get it over. Um, so that was uh, so so. But basketball was my first love. Uh, I wasn't as skilled early on in life because I was I was always around older people. You know, mm -hmm. I was I was always a grade ahead, and so I was never really able to be around kids my age when I was going through school. So everybody always seemed better than me. And they were, and they were older. Um, but it wasn't until I got to college where things started to kind of plateau a bit where I was catching up with folks. And so when it came to recreation basketball, I was, we was, we was killing, we was dominating, you know, me and my, 
me and my friends. Uh, but my coaches never really liked me playing because they always knew that I would get injured or hurt. Uh, so when they found out, the one time they did find out, um, they suspended my recreation uh, pass to the recreation center for the duration of cross country season. So I got oh, wow. called in the gym. I wasn't supposed to get me in there. So they just said, look here, you got everything you need over here in, a, in our facility. You don't need to go to the rec center. So we just now give you access there, you know? So that was, uh, that was my punishment, but it was, it was, uh, those are my sports. So basketball is my first love. And, and then the sports I was good at was, um, was running track and cross country. So I'm curious when you watch Tamar play, when you watch Trey play, when you watch Trinity play, what are maybe things that they do or a move that they took from you when you kind of watch them and silently to yourself, you're like, that's my move right there. Like they learned that from me. Is there anything notable that stands out? You know what? Not really. Um, you know, I, I was the big thing. Well, I guess anything dealing with defense, I would take some pride. Anything <laughs> related to them, you know, stopping, trapping, being in a stance, you know, I would say that, man, they were listening. Not that they saw me do it, but that they heard me say how important it was. Yeah. Well, that matches with what they told us, too, that they learned that defensive mentality from you. So that definitely matches. And Mrs. Bates, what about you? What's your athletic background? Um, athletics. I don't have one. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, um, well, I did, I did run um, track um, at one point in time. And so I did well. I was more of a sprinter, 100, 200, and 400. And then um, I was a cheerleader and, and um, on the dance team. Okay. So it's more in the performing arts, um, singing and dancing and like the music part. That's, that's me. Gotcha. And I, uh, you know, I was, I follow you on Twitter, obviously, and I, I've seen some of your comments after games. I'm curious if you, if you would like to comment at all about the officiating at the Syracuse game for the Assembly Call <laughs> listeners here. Let me just clear the room because my family, I, you know, I am a mom. So sometimes I can be very hard on, um, officials you know on the refs and so i don't know the game in detail like they do but i swear to god i think i do right <laughs> but i know i don't i know i don't but just for that game it was just a little much for me and i just seen a couple of plays and our calls not plays excuse me that um i just didn't agree with i didn't think that and i know my they tell me like well it's not you know nothing to spare in basketball and so forth so like I said, with me being a mom, but some things that it's just obvious. Um, and I know we foul, they foul. I, I get all that, but I just, I like, I wanted to, all, I wanted to be fair across the board for everyone. And when it doesn't look that way and one way looks more obvious than another, then I'm like, okay, now come on. I know I'm not the only one to say that. So mm -hmm. go on the road in the big 10 ACC challenge, man, that, uh, that typically tends to happen. So well, that's <laughs> So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm preparing myself mentally, you know, so of course I won't be commenting on um, <laughs> every game with the officiating <laughs> a little with my feelings with, with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, like you guys as, as sorry, they did a good job. <laughs> That's right. Everybody listening to this knows the truth. They all agree with you. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or marketer, you know how much your messaging matters. Bob Knight said, all of us learn to write in the second grade. Most of us go on to do greater things. And coaches write about some writing, but not copywriting. The kind of writing that grows your business through memorable messaging and marketing. Any business can dominate the competition and win big with a world-class copywriter crafting time-saving and money-making emails, landing pages, ads, and more for you. Clay Manley from Speakeasy Sales Copy is one of the world's best and he lends his talents to small businesses. Clay's an IU alum and an award-winning writer whose words have been trusted by Marvel, Slim Jim, Petco, and many other household names. After getting sick of helping the rich get richer, he left corporate copywriting to focus on helping small businesses grow. If your business could benefit from stronger messaging, then contact Clay at clay at speakeasysalescopy.com. 
And as a listener of the show, you can sample his proven playbook of million-dollar messaging secrets for free. Just go to speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop for more. That's speakeasysalescopy.com slash scoop. This could be your banner year, and your copy is the X Factor. Contact Clay at Speakeasy Sales Copy today. Um, so I'm curious, like as as sports parents, you know, because I've kind of tended to see with sports parents, there's usually there's usually one who's like really intense, like while watching the games, kind of yelling, and the other one is a little bit calmer. Tamar, how would you describe your parents while they're watching games? Like, is one of them more intense than the other? How how does that typically go? <laughs> I mean, I would let me see. I would say both of them are pretty intense, but I feel like now as me and Trey have, like have gotten older, um, like with our games, my dad is more so more calm and poised because yeah. like he he kind of knows you know how we're thinking and like what's going on. Not not that my mom doesn't, but I would just say like as we've gotten older, especially because we can't hear him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I so it's like. He's a little bit more poised. I say my mom, she and she she is as well, but she probably has a little bit more of that oomph, a little more energy like at the game. Yeah. So I, I would say it's kind of shifted because it used to be more so my dad was the more energetic when my mom was chill. So I mean, I it guess I guess it just depends on the day or the game. Cause I mean it could be either one of them or they could both be. A little bit more laid back. Yeah, because the Syracuse game, I was standing in my chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and matter of fact, I think I stood the whole game. Yeah. You know, I was energized. I was hyped for that game. So it, it just depends yeah. on the day. Just depends. So, <clears throat> you know, obviously one of the best parts about going home for the holidays is getting some home cooking, which you haven't had in a while since you've been away. Did uh, I'm curious if Cliff Marshall, Coach Cliff, did he give you guys any uh, any tips or parameters for uh, how to pace yourself or how to eat while you're at home, since you're going to be away from his uh, his eagle eye for three or four days? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a weight gain guy, so so he just wants you to eat as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Like he didn't set any parameters on me. Like he wants me to make sure I'm, you know, um, getting all the food in me that I can. Yeah. Which I mean, what's what's the thing that you look forward to most when you go home? Uh, I mean, I would just say like just like the the conversations and just like the environment of our household because we're like a pretty like fun family. Like we're always laughing, joking. So I would just say like times like at the dinner table, like like we like we'll be playing games like after dinner or just like watching movies together, just like all being in the same room, really. Because I mean, like our I feel like our energy, like as a family, is unmatched. So, like you know, just us all being here together because it's been a minute since we've all been here at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, just all being together. I mean, it's just just really being around each other and doing things together. That that's really my my favorite part. Trey, what are like what are the the most popular family games? Like when it when it's game night, what games are you typically playing? Family Feud or like yeah, well, like like. Like heads up, what was that mother like with the phone? Yeah, yeah, heads, heads up, up heads up, up, heads up, taboo, taboo, taboo. Culture, like, the culture tag. Oh, yeah, culture, yeah. Culture, culture tags. Just culture like tags. culture tags. Uh, it's like a card game. So like, yeah. it, it don't really matter. Like honestly, we can play any game for real, and we just turn it into our own thing and make it fun. So it could be the most boring game ever. We could just make it make it a Bates fam traditional way. Like we can just do it. And yeah, then, you know. Trinity, who's the most competitive when you guys are playing board games? Who gets into it the most? I'd have to say, in my opinion, it's probably like either the <laughs> either my dad. Think about who quits first. <laughs> who usually I'm done. Well, to me, she's least competitive. He is the least competitive. <laughs> Yeah. 
Well, one thing that, you know, what was that last part? No one wants to lose. It's like we get mad when we lose. Even like with Uno, like you could tell when each person get unlocked. It's like, like, yeah, it's not a pleasant willfully bow down. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just said, oh my God, man, I'm going to the next round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's the who, who's the worst loser? Like, who takes it the hardest? Who's like flinging cards across the room or storming off when they lose? that we have Trinity and Tamia here because I feel like we can get a really unique perspective on Tamar and find out what he's like as an older brother. So Tamia, what is Tamar like as an older brother? Don't look at him either. Make sure you speak loud so he can hear you. Yeah. Okay. He's a great older brother, but we always have our ups and downs, like always getting into arguments sometimes. Well, it's usually him and Trinity, but we get into arguments sometimes and then I don't know. It's just like I love having him as an older brother, like <laughs> but it's just with being the youngest, like I don't even know how to put this into words, but it's hard. Um Yeah. What's like when you up, you look up to him? What's the thing that you feel like you've learned the most from him? To listen, like not to talk when other people are speaking. Mm. And then, well, that's usually the main one because I'm always interrupting people. I'm still trying to learn. Everybody knows that. Like, I'm always interrupting people. Um, he's really straight up, though. So, and I'm very emotional or sensitive. And then, like, he, he he's going to be straight up. And then him and Trey always have their jokes. So, like. With being the youngest and him being my older brother, it's just like <laughs> I can't. And and Trinity, Trinity, what about you? Um, Scoop is a really great older brother. Um, I really like to me as said I like having him as an older brother. We do argue. We do argue. I'm not gonna lie to you about that. We do argue. But who usually wins the arguments? It's not really a win thing. We just like <laughs> stop talking. We just, <laughs> we just like go do whatever we have to do. And then we come back and we're all just laughing and joking. So. But yeah, he's um he's he's really funny. He's uh he has a lot of jokes, like Tamia said. They both have a lot of jokes, and so when we're arguing, he makes it really easy. Like, I can't stay mad at him for so long because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just laughing. I'm laughing constantly. And so it's just like, and then, and I love him, so he's my brother. So, like, even though even though we argue and stuff or, or anything that happens, it's like, it's just, it's easier to forgive him. It's easier to understand him because I've known him for so long. Yeah. What's the thing that you've learned the most from him about basketball? Obviously, now that you're playing basketball and winning championships. What have you, what has he taught you about the game? Um, it was, I think, either before after the champ, before after the tournament that we went to Indiana and he was helping me with my shot and helping me in the gym. And the most thing I've learned is probably like keep trying. Like, because with me, I'm really hard on myself if I do something wrong and if I mess up. And so he just, he really helped me understand the concept of just like thinking about the next shot. Like if I shoot it, I miss it. Don't get all hard on myself because I missed it. Just think about the next shot, the next shot, just keep on going. And that's really helped me with basketball. And so I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Very cool. Tomorrow, when you're home, how much does basketball come up? Like are you and Trey talking a lot about your teams? Are you guys talking about basketball? Or do you try and stay away from it for a few days since it's, such a constant part of your life when you're back in Bloomington. We'll try to stay away from it, but it it's gonna come up eventually. Like, and I mean, it 
of course, like we'll talk about the games, like we might rewatch some of them. But other than that, we'll just, you know, just continue to talk about how we're going to improve our mental aspect of the game. Like that, that's usually the topic of me, Trey, and my dad's conversations when it uh, comes to basketball and then just, you know, continuing to, you know, stay focused, you know, put the work in and, you know, just stick to the plan, like the code. Like don't try and change the will of like basketball, especially like, you know, with our coaching staff, like it's a veteran, you know, staff and, you know, they, they've been playing and coaching the game for a minute. But I mean, at home, I mean, yeah, like we, it's like, we're real basketball like family, so especially because it's, it's eventually going to end up on the TV. So you know, we 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 we're going to talk about basketball one way or another. Is it like Christmas Day or all the NBA games on at your guys' uh, house? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who who does everybody root for? Who are who are your rooting allegiances when it comes to when it comes to the NBA? Well, he he's Team Brian. Right. So, uh, team LeBron, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know because I mean, it's not an NBA team in Kansas City, mm-hmm. so I mean, we we, we like more like players, yeah. I mean, yeah, me, me and my brother, we like the Hawks, yeah, we with the Hawks, um, yeah, it'd be players, but I mean, we just have a appreciation for greatness and just for basketball, period. It's so, good competition, yeah. yeah so, like whoever's a good matchup, so whoever's playing, like, this strategy, yeah, like, we just want to watch basketball like we like figure out a way to you know get better see something that we could talk about like it like they, they tell you like even during our games like if my dad sees something like a reason why we got scored on or a reason why we scored he'll rewind it and slow-mo it and walk everybody through exactly what just happened we'll do that with the yeah. games too so, I mean, so, so it's like we we constantly just trying to you know watch basketball and everybody, but at the same time we still trying to learn has there ever been – oh, go ahead, Trey. I was thinking of it as, like, basketball for us is, like, live film sessions. Like, yeah. they're all – it's not yeah. really us just watching the game for our enjoyment. We really, like, learning. Like, it's like a teaching moment and yeah. all of it. Every game, it doesn't matter. Has your dad ever drawn on the TV with a marker like it's a telestrator? Probably because it was a smart board or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He could, yes. yeah. He knew he'll draw on the mirror or something. Yeah, yeah, he'll draw on the mirror or a dry erase board. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. All right, has there ever been a debate about who's better between LeBron and Kobe? Has that come up? No, I ain't no nah. debate. There's no came, discussion. They, there, ain't yeah. no debate. there is no debate. Kobe, Kobe being Kobe. Kobe being Bryant. Yeah. If you want to talk about LeBron and Kobe, but the greatest overall is Mike. Mike. We, 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 we don't debate that. No. Yeah. yeah. Ever since the last dance. Yeah. There hasn't been no debate. There's no more debate. There's no discussion. Yeah, there's no discussion. Okay, so so Michael's the goat. That's what you're saying. That's which we all which we all agree on. But what about LeBron versus Kobe? Where who's who's higher on the all time rankings? Kobe. Kobe number two. Kobe is Kobe. Kobe. Ben Bron. And they're they're all great players. Like I said, we appreciate greatness. Like so, we we have the utmost respect for all the players. But I mean, being that. Kobe is like a reincarnation of Mike. It's only right that we put him right after it. Yeah. And then you got – and obviously Brian going to look better in the numbers because he's played longer than everybody, and his body is right. just – like he's, he's a he's a Mack truck. Like he right. – like, you know, like so, so like, of course, the numbers don't look better, but, yeah, we – I'm, I'm going to say Kobe. And we like LeBron, too. He's, yeah. he's definitely you, – you can't match his talent. So, you know, we're not taking – anything away from him either he's another great one see this is the actual sensible way to have this conversation they're all amazing there's no reason to pit them against each other right right Dude, yeah i know y'all seen that uh like that stat like where like lebron's been in the nba yeah. for as long mm-hmm. as like he's been in the nba since i've been alive like you're like, right but since, like, since, been there since trey yeah i was pregnant with trey watching lebron uh the McDonald's All-American. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Like, so he's, been, he's, he's now been in, in the NBA longer than right. the, the day he was born to the day he was drafted. Right, right. It's been a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, over a lifetime. Yeah. Support for the Inside Scoop is also presented by Home Field Apparel, the presenting sponsor for the Back Home Network. 
And our friends at Homefield Apparel, they have the widest and most extensive collection of vintage IU apparel that you will find anywhere. And as I'm sure you've come to know, it's not just IU. They started with IU stuff and the Bison logo that kind of took everybody by storm. And they just did a brand refresh, so they keep adding to their IU collection. But they're also adding other schools like crazy. They have, I think, 120 schools now. And so as you're looking to shop for yourself or for the IU fan in your life, or even folks who didn't go to Indiana, Homefield Apparel is the place to go for excellent fitting, ridiculously comfortable, washable, vintage gear that really makes a statement uh, about your fandom. And so go to homefieldapparel.com, use the promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your first order. That's homefieldapparel.com, promo code H-O-M-E. Now, back to the inside scoop. So, Trinity, do you get a chance to watch a lot of Tamar's games when they're on TV? Um, or do, are you, yeah. or do you, have you Have you actually had a chance to go to a lot of them in person? Yeah, so far, I've only been about two or three. I think it's maybe two. But we watch a lot of them on TV. And seeing as though our schedule, like, my schedule is really busy and really demanding, it's really hard for me to go to a lot of in-person games. But yeah. I try to watch on TV as I can how would you rate Tamar's play so far as a freshman? Because I know you've seen him, I mean, at his best going up through high school. You know how good he can be. How would you rate? How much have we seen from him so far as a freshman? 100. Give me the fact. Give me the fact. On a scale from 1 to 10? 1 to 10? Yeah, sure. Let's go on a scale of 1 to 10. Okay. All time, as a freshman, coming in, like, to the season, I personally think he's at a 9. You think okay. I'm at a 9 right now? being nice. Um, I am. If I was being brutally honest, I'd say if I was being brutally honest, it'll be a seven. Seven. Because I've seen I've seen so many unimaginable things at like throughout him playing basketball, him and Trey. And so the standards like it's pretty it's pretty high. I said a nine because I didn't want to like not not to hurt his feelings. Yeah, I just told you, keep, keep it a hundred. Yeah, yeah he, because he, he I, I, he plays really like amazing, and it doesn't matter what number I give him. It really doesn't. But still, like I've seen, I've seen many. I've seen how he, how well he can play, and I just think as a freshman, if he had more opportunity to do what he can do, mm-hmm. then he would be, he'd be able to become better over time. Like mm. be better. So what what's something that we haven't seen from him yet that you think we'll see as time goes on? Something he hasn't been able to show us yet. Uh well, seeing as though when he went like throughout his high school career, he's in college now. So like the the demand for his playing is like way higher now. It's like bigger. And so in high school, it's like more so just a lot of that. It's, I love the way he takes leadership and like he's able to be a leader on the floor and he's, a, he's also able to like, he's, he's shooting threes. He's, he's, he's saying play, like he's telling people like what place he wants to do or, or getting other people's opinions on what place they want to do. He's making everything happen on the course that the game can be a success for everyone. And then of course the dunks. The, those mm-hmm. are my all-time favorites. The dunks mm-hmm. and the threes. Dunks yeah. and threes. And when he crosses oh, people over, that's him. Like yeah, that yeah, too. yeah. I ain't seen you go top floor yet. Y'all really no. haven't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, I ain't seen the Pat Riley alert either. We <laughs> have videos <laughs> when he went to high school, and there's this really, really amazing dunks. Now, now it was a stretch. My sophomore year, where I dunked on somebody every game. I think it was oh, like, I think it was like, yeah. Yeah. Say championship year. It, it, it might have been like <laughs> 10 games in a row. <laughs> His so first was, dunk, I remember, just came up on my Facebook feed, and it was in high school. And Trey was at the scores table checking in. Oh, yeah. My first and game dunk. Tamar, well, he caught up. Uh, he uh, he, he was leaking up. out, yeah. and they threw him a pass. He was uh, for a fast break. And – Tamar just went up and dunked it, and Trey was at the table jumping up and down. <laughs> you know, crazy. 
excited. I've seen on the video. You know? And uh, <laughs> it was it was it was on from there. I mean, everybody got done thrown after that. Every opportunity you you got you got something on your head if you was if you was slipping. Family or friends <laughs> wouldn't say. Right. You don't tell family members. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So we so we have that to see here from in the second half of the season tomorrow. I'm curious how you would rate your own. You know, through the first 12 games of the season, how you would rate your play so far? Uh, I sit myself at a six. I mean, because it, and it's not that going into the game, I'm giving like my mindset is I'm only going to give six out of 10 today. That's that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I feel like I have much more to give to the team and I and I can be better and I will be better. So I'm saying, you know, I will rate myself at, at about a six. Um, okay. You know, this second half of the season, like I mean, I'm gonna, I mean, just you know, do what I know I'm capable of. So I, I would say I'm, I'm about a six. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I give 110 percent every time out. But like I said, I feel like I can be better. Yeah. Tamia, have you had a chance to get to Assembly Hall in Bloomington for a game yet? I have. What did you think of that whole experience? And how crazy people in Bloomington take their basketball. Well, I love watching Tamar play anyways, but what? I love playing him. I love watching him play anyway, but the hype that everybody had was just like crazy anyways. I just. I think what she's trying to say is she's never seen other people that haven't known me as long be just as excited, if not more, to watch <laughs> me play in the rest of the team. Right. Yeah. That, that's what she – which, I mean, because yeah. I – like, even – I mean, like, at ING, we, we, we didn't have too many fans, but even, like, at Piper, like, mm-hmm. like, in high school. So this is, like, the first time, like, we've seen people, like, just be, like, this passionate about basketball. Like, like another fan base aside from – our own family. Yeah. And, you know, Mrs. Bates, I'm curious from your perspective, you know, obviously this is now Tamar's second year living away from home. He was at IMG, but it's such a big part of the decision when you're figuring out where he's going to go to college. You know, who are you entrusting your son to, not just from a basketball perspective, but from a discipline perspective, from an academic perspective, everything. How has the experience been so far with him at Indiana from your perspective with all of that and with, you know, with coach Woodson's staff. I think it's been well. Um, they, they do hold him to a high standard, you know, and hold him accountable, which is a good thing. That's what we've always done in our household. You know, we want them to um, go above and beyond and push themselves as much as they, you know, possibly can. And then to hold themselves accountable um, and to make corrections when needed. Um, you know, if they haven't given their best or um, haven't accomplished everything that they know and we know that they should. Yeah. So, yeah, that that part of it, you know, is good. I think that him being around, um, of course, other strong men who definitely, um, you know, have that college experience and that professional experience, the coaching experience. There's just so many things that um, each one of them can um, offer him and to help to continue to develop and mold him into a young man, into the young man that we want him to be, not into a young man, but into the young man that we want him to be. So Yeah. Yeah. And Dr. Bates, you know, obviously the, the biggest strengths for the team so far this season has been defense. Uh, you know, they've really played. The offense has been a little up and down. The defense has been really consistent all year long. And you're a defensive guy. I'm just curious your thoughts on their defense and the, and the kind of defense that they're playing. You know, I think the defense, uh, if I had to give it a grade, I'd put it around uh, a six or a seven. Uh, I think that the – I think defensively, you know, when – and I'm trying to find the play the tape in my head uh, of defense. Um, um, I think that, you know, on the ball defense, I think away from the ball defense, we do really well. We do off the, off the ball D we, we do really well. Uh, you know, being able to deny guys and trying to, you know, uh, disrupt plays from happening on the ball defense, we could get better, um, you know, and, you know, be able to move our feet and stop, cut a dribbler off and, 
wall up, um, not, you know, keep momentum going with our hips once we come to a stop, um, you know, not biting on shot fakes, you know, just staying solid, um, you know. And then, you know, when we take a charge, you know, being able to, you know, really be in a position um, anticipating that a guy, just knowing the guy's tendencies. And that, that comes from studying the film. Like, I know what he's going to do. So I'm going to bait him into, I'm going to allow him to do what I know he's going to do. And I'm going to be ready to take a charge. I'm going to be ready to strip the ball because I know he's going to come back to his left hand. I already know that. So I'm just going to sit over here and wait for him to do it. You know, different things like that instead of jumping around and trying to just be everywhere. I think those are some things that we definitely can, we will improve on. And that's it's just only a matter of time because they, they are good. Kids are good defenders. I mean, they are good defenders. And as coaches said, the defense is much way ahead of the offense, which if you want to win a championship, that you got to have that. So. 100%. 100%. Trey, have you given Tamar any, uh, any advice about how things change once conference play hits? I mean, obviously, Tamar's played a couple of conference games against Wisconsin, against Nebraska. Uh, you know, have you given him any advice on how the intensity uh, ramps up as I think it did for you guys when you went to conference play? Well, I haven't given him any advice necessarily because I'm in a different certain like college experience than him. But from us, you know, growing up and watching so much basketball, we kind of know, you know, how serious conference play is um, in any conference really. Uh, so I think he has a good, uh, a good mindset and a good approach to, you know, knowing what's what's about to happen and what's about to come. Um, he can just always like kind of watch, you know, and see uh, how things are just at a JUCO level as well um, and how serious and intense it is. So, you know, for him being at a Division One school, that's going to, you know, amplify it a lot more because it's a lot more at stake. And, and you know, the, the competition level is a lot higher, you know, and things like that. So I haven't given him, you know, as much as advice that I, I probably could have, but you know, I always know that he's watching and learning um, at at all times. So, uh, yeah, I feel like he'll he'll be fine with the conference play. What do you think is the biggest thing that that we haven't seen from him yet? I know we talked about this some when you made an appearance on the show, but you know, it's been several weeks since then. Uh, yeah. You know, what what do you think is that uh, that thing that that he's still waiting to bust out? Besides the dunks on somebody, the posters are ready for those. Um. Just playing free, um, kind of, you know, and, and a term that my dad used for me was like how I would play um, like too much in my head and and not play free, like how we're outside, like when we'd be outside playing, you know, they would call me black top trade because I just like play free and I just play like a street ball player almost like and I just make everything happen, you know, and just will pretty much be unstoppable, you know, and how they want, you know, my dad went and my brother wanted me to play like that. On the, on the court, you know, and like real live games and stuff. So for Scoop, you know, kind of going back to, to high school stuff, you know, how he was playing free, you know, playing how we know how he know how to play. Um, just that's that's pretty much the only thing that I could I could say right now because he and he kind of admitted to a little bit just overthinking stuff and just being in his head a little bit. And we both have been going through that kind of um, with me as well, uh, just being in our head too much and not playing the way we know how to play. So. Um, playing free for for him as well as myself is just something that you know I feel like we could both work on and get better at. Yeah. Well, hey, I do not want to take up too much of your time because I know that this time that y'all have together is really valuable, and I appreciate you, you know, giving us this much. A couple questions here to to kind of get us out since this is the holidays, this is Christmas, and I know there'll be music listened to, movies watched. Mrs. Bates, let's start with you. What is your favorite Christmas movie that you look forward to watching every year? I actually like um, this Christmas <laughs> with uh, Chris Brown and Loretta Devine. That one. Okay. Good. All right, Trinity. What about you? I would have to say The Grinch. The Grinch. Now, which version of The Grinch? The original one or the newer one? Okay, I like the one that's like with the real life people. I don't know. The like, original. Yeah. The original. Like, yeah. Okay, well, there's the original, original back from like the 50s with Boris Karloff, and then there's Jim Carrey's, and then there's the more recent animated one. Like the Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey one, okay. 
All right, so that that's your favorite. Tamia, what about you? What's your favorite? Um, I love Christmas Chronicles and Christmas Chronicles too. Christmas Chronicles. What what is that one about? Um, Trinity introduced me to it. It's like this family and these two kids that like their dad passed away and they're trying to like save Christmas or something. It's like both movies. Like I can't really think of it on the spot, but okay, it's really good. Where do you watch it? Is that a Netflix one? Yeah. On Netflix? Okay. All right. And tomorrow, last time you were on, we were talking about music. What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, pro- Probably the song Miss Christmas from the movie. Right. Christmas. I, like, yes. I like that song. I mean, like you got the like the originals, the, like the original song that everybody you know, sings, but like, do you like the old school versions or do you like the more modern versions of the songs? Ah, uh, hold on. I mean, it, it, it really just depends on what, like what song it is. I mean, cause some songs sound better as the original and then, and then you got the more modern ones and people try to do too much. And so it's like, it don't even sound right no more, but I would say that, like the song Miss Christmas, uh, Chris Brown, that's probably my favorite yeah. Christmas song. Okay. Trey, what about you? Music or movies? Music. Either one. Which one? Whichever one pops up first. Uh, I say I say music. Um, that the same one, Scoop. Uh, but I go I go a different route, and I say uh, all I want for Christmas, you know, by Mariah Carey. That's Ooh. that's okay. That's the one right there. It's a classic. You know that song gets a lot of hate. I feel like, but it's a great song. And she has made a ton of money on that song. I didn't realize she wrote that song herself. Wrote it, kept the rights to it. She has she's made a good amount of money with that song coming up every year, and it's a good one. Plus, everybody who covers it, she makes money on that too. Smart, smart way to do it. Doctor Bates, what about you? Uh, my favorite Christmas movie is Friday After Next <laughs> with uh, Ice Cube and Mike Epps, and uh, who else is in there? Um, Ricky Smiley, yeah, Ricky Smiley, Ricky, John Witherspoon, yeah, um, Mike. I don't know, Cat Williams, Cat Williams. Yeah, uh, that is that is a movie that'll have me, you know, dying laughing. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that probably tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and the um, the composer of that song that they liked the most wasn't Chris Brown. He wasn't the original writer or composer. It was Donnie Hathaway. Yes, who wrote Christmas. So we always have this back and forth. We're going to do this again probably at some point when we talk about mm-hmm. whose music, who has more artists in their, um, uh, in our, in what in our generation. So like we, we would list in their generation there, they would list artists. We go back and forth. And I think they beat us we the beat last them. time. We, beat, yes. we blew them out. <laughs> <laughs> we blew them out by 10 or 15. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We killed y'all. We kept coming to the blowout. Whatever, 10 or 15 artists, that was more. It was 30. You put 30. What, what we told them this next time is that if if any song they chose was by an artist who, who sampled one of our artists, uh-huh. then they don't. Yes, we do. Right? So, like Chris Brown. That song, This Christmas, was sampled um, and written by Donny Hathaway, even though he sung it, it still belongs in our generation. So that's the next time we go around and do back, you know, do back and forth on music, like who has the best artist in their generation, I, we're going to use that. Okay. All right. We've already got, we've already got it lined up for what the next episode is going to be about. That'll be good. Okay. <laughs> That'll be good. Well, last question tomorrow, um, and then we'll get out of here. Just your thoughts on the season so far. Where are the teams at? I know you guys have one more non-conference game against UNC Asheville on Wednesday, and then Big Ten play starts in earnest. What's uh, what's the general feeling, both just you know, with you and then kind of with the team internally about where things are right now? I mean, I feel like we're in a decent spot right now. I mean, we're, we're going to continue to get better and um, you know get to work together, but. Um, we're going to keep our 
one game at a time approach. And, you know, with that, you know, I feel like that'll help us out. And it has just because we put all of our focus in to whatever team we have next, not, you know, three, four games down the, uh, the road. So, I mean, I would just say just continuing to, you know, put the work in and, you know, continuing to want to get better, you know, as a team. You know, everybody just stays, um, you know, bought in to what the message is and, you know, what's, you know, been working, but also things that we haven't really tapped into, you know, just figuring out other ways to dominate on the offensive end and defensive end, you know, just continuing to learn each other as a team and as a coaching staff. Very good. Well, we'll be watching. We wish you well. Trinity and Tamia, thank you both for coming. It was great to get a chance to meet you virtually and talk with you. You both provided great insight. Trey, good luck the rest of your season. Good to see you again. We'll be following along. And uh, Mrs. Bates, Dr. Bates, congratulations again on 21 years. Here's to 21 more. Great to see you all. Do us well. Thank Thank you. Appreciate it. And that will do it for this edition of the Inside Scoop with Tamar Bates. My thanks to Tamar and his entire family uh, for carving out some time during their Christmas break uh, to to join us and give us so much insight. Really, really appreciate them taking the time. And, of course, I appreciate you uh, being here to listen. And we appreciate the support of our sponsor, Speakeasy Sales Copy. Make sure you go to speakeasysalescopy.com, learn how to save time, make money, and grow your business with world-class copy that is crafted for you. And, of course, our good friends at Homefield Apparel, the presenting sponsor of the Back Home Network. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Use that promo code HOME, H-O-M-E, to get 15% off your first order. If you're enjoying these episodes, please share them with another Indiana fan who you think might enjoy them as well. And then catch us after every IU game for the Assembly Call IU postgame show. Learn more at our website, assemblycall.com. Talk to you all soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.